Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast is brought to you by Dragon Shield. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Make sure you use our affiliate link down below. Well, welcome to the Plato in Podcast, where we talk about winning in CEDH. I'm Cam. I'm Dylan. And this week, we're going to talk about more spells that get rid of things in play. Right. Not bounce spells. Not bounce spells. We're specifically going to avoid bounce spells because we just talked about that last week. If you didn't see our last podcast or listen to it, go listen to that. We're talking about all the bounce spells. But this week, we're not doing that. Much less blue in the list, but still some blue here. Yeah, most of blue's removal is bounce spells spells but today we're talking about non bounce spell removal exactly hard we're removal specifically one for one hard removal spells in cedh not wraths i'm not talking about wraths <laughs> so if you want wraths that's going to come in a different podcast but we're not talking about wraths no toxic deluge no supreme verdict no fire covenant yeah technically that could be one for one but it's never used as one for one it's a plague win it's a three minute plague win so uh, we're just going to compare these cards to each other and figure out which one is the best out of the list that we have. If we miss any, please make sure to flood the comments. Yes, absolutely. I don't know why I just realized that I said Supreme Verdict before, but I think it's because cause Supreme Verdict, he's like, no, playing CDH, but you just cast it in the Spike Feeders game that I'm editing right now. So that's why that's on my mind. That would okay. be why. Yeah, anyway. If you haven't seen that video, go check that out too. This is the most promotion we've ever done before. Really? It was kind of natural, too. I feel oh like, are we God. being, like, professionals about this? We might be really good at this all of a oh sudden. My Holy God. cow. I figured we'd just start off with a banger. Yeah. And that would be Dismember. Great removal spell, oh right? Oh, my God. This is my favorite. This is a pet card of mine. Yep. I mean, it's, it's just a removal spell, so calling it a pet card is kind of funny, but this is, like, one of my favorite cards, truly. It's so easily castable. Your extra mana from Soul Rings and Grim Monoliths and Mana Vaults can help cast it. I know it seems like the three mana hit off of an Ad Nauseam and the four mana life that you have to pay if you're paying it for only one mana seems like a lot, but the flexibility is totally worth it. If it's worth it in Legacy and Vintage and Modern and all these other formats that it does see occasional play, I think it's worth it in CDH2, especially because we have a ton more life. Um, it kills everything. It just kills yeah. almost everything for one mana. All the things that you care about, it kills. It kills, like, Winota. It kills the Eidolon of Rhetoric. Like, these weird things that cards like um, Lightning Bolt and... Uh, well, some other cards won't kill. We'll talk <laughs> right. about all of them. Yeah. yeah. So it's a really good all-around removal spell that does cost you a lot of life sometimes, but you don't necessarily have to go that that route. Yeah. I would say the biggest issues and things that it doesn't uh, kill, at least that have come up for me, is like something like Consecrated Sphinx that can like very quickly take over the game yeah, if you don't have true. the perfect move at the right time. Really, anything that Kinnon flips into. Yeah, I get a lot of Kinnon. It's not honestly, it's not great against Kinnon, although it kills Kinnon for a cheap mana, which you want, right? Yeah. Like I feel like that's something that doesn't happen to that deck a lot is right. that Kinnon dies early in the game but Dismember lets you do that it does not let you deal with like the, the big giant threats the Kogla's and uh 
Does it kill Kolga? Kolga's a 7-6. Seven, seven, six. Six. Yeah, also, so it doesn't kill Kolga. I was thinking of the Serpent, but the I'm serpent, pretty sure that's also, also a 6-6. Six, six, six. Six. So it doesn't yeah. kill either of those things because this member, only minus 5. Do you want to name some more cards Let's that it doesn't kill? Let's name every card in CEDH that has 6 toughness or more. Ready? Go. V- Void Winnower. I can't think of any. Let's All move right, on. Let's move past it. <laughs> All right, so our next one is actually a 3-card conglomerate. Oh. So it's Rapid Hybridization, sure. Pognify, uh-huh. and I also put Suspend in here. Uh, Although different. It's, it's That's a, a bounce different. spell. It's a uh... suspend is a bounce oh, spell. Oh shit! So our next one is a <laughs> two-card conglomerate here, <laughs> and we're only going to talk about Pogdefy and Rapid Hybridization. Yeah, these are great. I think these cards should see a little bit more play. Honestly, they're pretty good. They do deal with anything at the cost of your opponent getting a three-three in play for it. But whatever you dealt with was a lot worse for you than a 3-3. Yeah, here's the issue that I have with this card a lot of the time. Tell is me about it. The decks that this is good against, that 3-3 kind of is relevant. Oh, if your creature removal, only creature removal stops a combo, it's like a Kiki-Jiki deck. It's a Winota deck. It's a Timna deck. They can use that 3-3. They can like do stuff with it. It's not nothing to them. I would just look towards other things because the, the card can just be, it can be used against you in ways that I yeah. think are not great. In green, it can be used to sacrifice for like um, Eldritch Evolution, right? right? It's like, an extra or creature for Gaia's Cradle. cradle. Right? Like the decks that it's good against, this beast is actively great in there. Yeah, deck. every single color I feel like has some way to yeah. deal with. This is part of the reason why I don't like Forbidden Orchard is because it, it, every single color has a way that it can benefit yeah. off of an extra creature. So, like, I, I like it when I'm in like mono blue, and sure. maybe is it, but outside yeah. of those. I'm. I think they're definitely lower on the list than Dismember. I think so too. Yeah. I think if you're in white, this cannot touch your deck. The just no. swords and path are just so much better. And I don't yeah. think you need a third option that only targets one creature. No. You want your removal to be a little bit more diverse. Especially. I know we don't want to talk about them, but like I also have to compare these like with the bounce spells. Sure. You're because in same blue. Colors, same it, mana. Exactly. And you're going to be doing effectively the same thing, getting rid of the things so that you can win immediately. But there's a lot of tear. Right. Yeah. This is better. It's also, I was mentioning it disrupts a combo, but it also stops the stacks piece. And stacks pieces, obviously, for the same reason, like are going to be able to use the 3-3. Three, three. I mean, the 3-3 three, three isn't the end of the world, but it's just there are better options, I think. I put the, I put this card under Dismember. Yeah, I definitely have it under Dismember. I'd rather pay more of a cost so that you don't get any benefit. Yeah, I actually think that it's also under our next card, which is Lightning Bolt. Oh. So I like Lightning Bolt because in the decks that I play Lightning Bolt in, I'm also, I can loop it with a turn witness and like a meal so i can use it as an extra way to kill the table if like i can't for some other reason honestly same it's kind of funny that like from a cdh mind point i think lightning bolt is only good if you can loop it which sounds kind of silly but there are i think there's enough other removal spells that lightning bolt for me often gets cut in 60 card, in 20 life, that three damage to the face can be relevant. That can make or break. In well, you know CDH, in that ad, happens less. In ad nauseum decks, it yeah. can come up, and like you, you always point out when it could come up. But yeah. it, 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 you would still need to have lightning bolt in your hand and the red mana open if that is something that's realistic. Yeah, and happen. also like they just ad nauseum. They there's more than a better chance they have a counterspell for your lightning bolt. Like that's you know not what? a that's good reason. Like dies to Doomblade, Like it's counterspelled isn't a isn't a great reason against the card. Um, I'll, oftentimes there are just better options than lightning bolt but if you can use it as a combo piece if you can loop it with eternal witness being able to draw your deck um, I think it, it it can be fine there and the reason why I don't have it above dismember is because 
It is still one mana, but so is Dismember, and it can't get rid of as many things as Dismember can. To me, Winota is the big one. That's I feel really, like, yeah. yeah, four toughness is a big threshold. I want the option to be able to kill a Winota with my creature removal. If I'm holding a Lightning Bolt and staring at a Winota, boy, does that feel bad. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I don't want to keep saying, oh, in the monocolor deck, I would play this because right. I feel like all, That's of, these true cards, for all of these yeah, yeah. All these cards are going to see play in their monocolors because um, we're really just talking about the best ones here. So, um, yeah, any, any argument? between lightning bolt being in between ham sandwich in between our cards so far i where do you put it above pognify and hybridization but below dismember that sounds fine that sounds great it's hard to compare exactly but i think if i'm in in an is it deck i'm probably playing lightning bolt before i'm playing pognify am i i don't know dude i think so yeah i think so that not not giving it a drawback not giving them a three three i think is a, a, enough of a reason i think so too and you can loop it better you can technically loop pognify too but like I guess you could give yourself an army of three threes in time twister loops. Um, like you, can keep you have to destroy a creature to make a creature. Yeah, though. but like if you have infinite mana and you're going through a time twister loop, you can destroy all of your creatures, keep looping them, and make infinite three threes. That's How do you so make much infinite, harder. Though? You have to be well. I guess if you destroy your commander and then recast your commander, if you after you make infinite mana, yeah. you like cast it's, your commander or destroy your commander. It's a stupid way to win the game. Yeah, because you would need you need to be able to get to your commander because otherwise the creature you'll just destroy three three to make a three three. It's silly. It's silly. Shut up, camera. <laughs> All right. So the next card we're going to talk about then is Swords to Plowshares. Love it. It's at the top of the list. Top of the list. Immediately to the top. I think this card's the epitome of creature removal. It does the most for. Basically, no drawback. Them gaining a couple life. Yes, maybe they'll rip an extra card off of Ad Nauseam or something. I don't think that's relevant enough. It's not going to happen often. One mana, get rid of anything. Right. No restrictions. Exile, too. Exile, Exile. yeah. Can't yeah. can't use it with Underworld Breach in any kind of scenario then, too. It's gone. I like this better than Pognify for, yeah, those two. Exile, I think, is just a little bit better than Destroyed. Not a ton in CDH. There aren't really that many, like, indestructible things, are there? No, uh, there's a couple reasons why I like to have certain things exiled. Like, playing against for, the yeah, Nala, breach, and if yeah. you're able to exile the Thassa's Oracle, and oh, then, sure. like, stop or, them, yeah. like whoa that's huge yeah oh yeah yeah. that's what i'm thinking about yeah if you can exile their spell seeker then they can't continue then they can't yeah they can't keep going anymore that's true yeah it definitely does the exile is relevant and honestly i think the life that could potentially be used for a card is much less than a guaranteed three three that they'll get i think it only matters against like bolus to citadel and necropotence and otherwise i'm not really too concerned about it right so yeah i definitely have swords up at the top here yep now, in the same vein, Path to Exile is the next card, which I think is going to make this a little bit more interesting. In the Tim the Jessica list that I am playing right now that won one of the more recent Mox Masters tournaments, uh, I'm playing Path to Exile and not Swords to Plowshare. I think the idea may be that there's just so few basics and the life gain is much different. Hmm. I'm trying it out. I want to play the list just as is. I think it did well, so I want to play the list as it is, but that's probably a swap that I'm going to be making. I still think Swords is better. That's interesting because most of my three plus color decks don't have any basics in them yeah Ooh, you know what this deck it plays one planes and it only plays 23 lands i wonder if it's used as like a weird way to turn a memnite into a tap land or something sometimes i wonder if that was a thought process if you're watching designer of that deck let me know why you play path over swords because wow. i'm interested but yeah that could do it i mean i'm surprised both of them are not in there too yeah you would think you j- i just don't know if you need two spells that only remove a creature i think as your second spot removal you want it to be something that can kill other stuff too I don't know. Do you play? How many, like, destroy just a creature thing do you have in uh, your deck Destroy often? just a creature? Just a creature. Usually just swords to plowshares. Usually just one. Although in Timnum Malcolm right now, I have swords and dismember in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. 
But I think that deck is trying to be a little bit more mid-rangey. Mm. And, I mean, the the format hasn't slowed down in terms of how many creatures there are either. So there, Yeah, there are a lot. So I, I just, I just trying to... more creature removal can't be bad. Maybe we should be just be playing more than just one or two. I mean, I, I hate when they're both in my hand that I don't need both of them. Right. But yeah. those scenarios are coming up significantly less now. I think I want more cards like Dam and Toxic Deluge and... Things like that that can two for one are things like Assassin's Trophy and um, Abrupt Decay and stuff like that. I want those more than just the creature removal. I want my creature removal to also do other shit. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Like if you're able to be more flexible, yeah. then that's that's a big plus. But yeah. if you can only deal with the creature normally, like I'll play Swords to Plowshares or whatever the next best thing is. And then for me, Path to Exile is like really low on the list because of Ooh, okay. because swords exist. I don't really need Path at all. Then yeah, I still think it's better than Pognify though. Card quality wise, I also think it's better than Pognify, especially because of the colors that you're in. Yeah, but I think it's worse than Lightning Bolt at the same time. Worse than Lightning Bolt. That's interesting. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, I think it's worse I'll, than Lightning Bolt. I'll play Lightning Bolt in some multicolor decks again the ones that i'm able to loop it and i won't really play path to exile maybe outside of monocolor yeah maybe i would play it in azorius but but i mean before i put this to Jessica deck together i would say the same thing but i'm playing path right now so i can't really say too much against it because it has been all right from when i've seen it i think that's fair yeah our next package of cards they're very similar but i think they all might be placed differently here they're all free black creature destruction spells. Oh, sure. Deadly Relic is the first one we're going to talk about this here. This great. I think underrated. I, I think this card should see more play. Even the four pips is a lot. The four this pips, I think, is free. what keeps people off of it. Yeah. But it is free, right? Like, I don't know why in your Rograk deck you wouldn't want to play this. Definitely. If Who you're cares? playing Rockside, this is a, a great option, I think. You want all three of the, if you control your commander spells, they're all good. I think this one is awesome. You need to get rid of stacks pieces. You need to not lose the game sometimes. The four pips, yeah, like I said, that's a lot, but it's worth it. Timnadex, you're you have a nice cheap commander yeah. where this card is gonna really shine, be able to exile things for free. That's the other thing, right? This is another exile, exile not just destroy exile. Exactly. So I really like Deadly Rollick. I mean, I think it's better than Lightning Bolt, but I'm not playing it in any decks right now, whereas I'm playing Dismember in a deck. Yeah. So maybe maybe I have Deadly Rollick underneath Dismember. I think it's underneath this member weirdly because one is more than f zero. But four is more than three and one. It's important also that your removal kills Dranith Magistrate. Like that's also relevant. Like you need to be able to get out from under any stacks pieces. And if yeah. the Magistrate is out, that means you can't cast your commander, which means this costs four mana, which is way too much. I think that's that a really takes good it down point. A lot. Yeah. So I definitely have it under it. I still think it's better than Bolt, but I think it's worse than Dismember. I agree. Yeah. And then Slaughter Pact is another free one. Technically, you have to pay for it later, but it's free when you need it. This one also has a zero mana cost, which is great for Adnaz. You know? Yeah, I, right? And I feel like that's something that's very overlooked. Yeah, the non-black thing. It doesn't get rid of Opposition Agent and Dothy Voidwalker. Which so are two things that you might really want to hit yeah. in your Adnauseum deck. If your combo revolves around those things, this card is not as good. But if you want to kill specifically other things... That's, I think this card is considerable. A lot of times when you're casting it, you're never going to pay that upkeep cost, I feel like, because you're just going to win the game right away because you're getting rid of the last stacks piece. I think if you're going for like a Witherbloom Apprentice combo after you add Nauseam, this is a great thing to be able to have because it all it deals with all of the creatures like Archon of Amiria that you need to deal with so you can cast your second spell. 
Just lowering a little bit. I, yeah, I'm, I'm always getting adjusted around in this, shot, <laughs> in this show. And if you do make it to your next upkeep, you do need to pay for it as well. Hold on, now I gotta check because I'm sorry, I fucked it up. Oh no. Sorry, you were saying. Okay. Does it look Am wrong? I crooked? I, I look crooked, yeah. Crooked. Yeah, even more, yeah. Yeah, like that, something like that, right? Yeah, cool. Okay. I'm seasick all of a sudden. <laughs> all right, so Slaughter Pact is definitely worse than Deadly Relic, and I think it's worse enough than Lightning Bolt that I would put it underneath Lightning Bolt, but maybe above Path to Exile is what I'm thinking right above now. Above Lightning Bolt, below Path to Exile. No, uh, below Lightning Bolt, above Path to Exile. I think it's worse than Path. You think it's worse than Path? I think it's... Uh, Yeah, I think it's worse than Path. Non-black is too much, I think. Egg, That's any true. creature. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll give that to you. So Slaughter Pact is going to go underneath Path to Exile. And then our last one of this three-card category here is Snuff Out. Snuff Out. Snuff Out is also free if you control a swamp. If you control a swamp. And it costs four life yeah. to be able to snuff something out, too. Four pips. So about the same as uh, Deadly Rollick. I think it's a good comparison to that card. Yeah. You have to take more life. Destroys, not exiles, but you don't need your commander. It's so hard to compare these two. Like, this can get rid of the Dranath Magistrates. You can cast your commander. This one, if you rip off of an Ad Nauseum and then have to pay another four life to kill something, but that's less But you know what? This is, this is also non-black creature. This is also non-black creature. I, that yeah. is something else that I wanted to look up. So, like, that restriction is also very poopy. Yeah. But I think that keeps this card from seeing play in really any ad nauseum deck because it does hit you for four and cost another four life yeah. to be able to hit something so i think this is worse than slaughter pact i think it's worse than slaughter pact too where do you have it versus pognify and rapid hybridization oh that i don't know um bad, worse maybe i think worse i would think that it's worse like too. in a demir deck i would think i would play pognify first i would probably pay unless it was like um um Yuriko. Like, it, Yuriko wants this. Yuriko is really the only deck that actively wants this. If I'm in a Demir non-Yuriko deck, I feel like I also have access to um, things like Resculpt, which I didn't put on this list. Wait, we should talk about. But we let's put that on the list right now. Great. I would put Resculpt above Snuff Out. Is that the one we're talking about? And under Pognify? Um, I think it's... Uh, two mana is so much more. Uh, and it gives them a 4-4... Four, four. Yeah. I'm trying to compare like Assassin's Trophy to other things, but Assassin's Trophy can straight up kill anything. This can only hit artifacts and creatures. Artifacts and creatures. So it dodges yeah. and it doesn't hit enchantments. I honestly think Pogdify and Rapid Hybridization are just that much better. I think they are too. One mana is better than two by a lot. I and, think so too. Uh, the addition of Artifact isn't quite worth enough. I could play both. Maybe one Pogdify, one Resculpt. That makes sense. I'd rather, I might rather do that instead of Pogdify and Rapid Hybridization. Yeah, I don't want to double up on the exact same card. I want some switching. So if I can yeah. Mystical Tutor for this, if I need it to be an Artifact removal, that's good. And if I'm not in black green, having the flexibility to hit something else on board, I think is also important too so our bottom up right now is snuff out resculpt pogdify rapid hybridization and then slaughter pact is what we have yeah that sounds right to me all right so we have another uh conglomerate of cards but this time i think they're pretty much all the same okay they are three mana get rid of anything but leave something behind spells okay so <laughs> this is beast within generous gift and chaos warp chaos warp sure yeah yeah um you go first i feel like i've been talking a lot how do you feel about these cards so i tend to not play these cards even in the monocolor versions of decks like maybe green i if i'm playing mono green i'd probably play beast within but mono white i'm typically not playing generous gift 
shift and mono red now with the addition of wild magic surge i'd much rather play that than chaos warp yeah i agree i like beast within if you're looping it specifically if you're doing something where you're destroying all of your permanent lands your opponent's lands and giving the beasts if you're destroying everything on the battlefield and giving everyone beasts and you plan on cyclonic i don't know doing something else after that um there are ways to loop beast within to destroy everyone's stuff i like it in that situation and in model green like you said but besides that i'm not going to beast within basically ever it's too slow too and slow. it has the same downside as pogdify and rapid habitization but the upside of being able to hit any permanent is really just not worth the not extra worth two three. mana i want that for two assassin's trophy can do that so i want that effect for two wild magic wild magic surge can also do that like i right basically anything it hits any it hits a non-land permanent yeah. wild magic surge does the problem with hitting any permanent versus non-land permanent is that very infrequently you're interested in hitting lands like a guy's cradle or something yeah and there's certain cards like a shire that can kind of mess this up that you know turn your creatures into lands then at the same time yeah, that's true but for the most part that doesn't come up and that's like only if your opponent's in mono green yeah and unless that's like a regular in your pod i don't think that's something you really have to worry about i agree with you at generous griffs gifts i'm not normally playing that card white has access to swords of plowshare and like good disenchant effects so i don't i don't think it needs both of them on one effect and yeah. in like mono red you're probably not playing chaos warp in magda right no, I am playing Wild Magic Surge in yeah. Magda, though. Yeah, that makes sense. Because the two red a, doesn't mean anything yep. as opposed to the, the three mana. Um, and especially in white, too, I think you are more concerned about creatures than you are about the instants and sorceries because a lot of your tax effects like Thalia and Thorn of Amethyst don't hit the creatures because you're trying to play a lot of creatures, so you end up taxing the other cards. So you kind of want more things that will deal with your opponent's creatures. Yeah, that totally makes sense. I think Beast Within is the only one that that maybe is on this list. I don't think the other ones are. So I'm gonna I'm putting them all at the bottom. Like I'm putting them under Snuff Just Out. Just put them. Yeah, I think you put them all under Snuff Out. A Beast Within at the like right under Snuff Out, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So the next three conglomerate of cards are all gonna be in different places on the list. But they all only kill artifacts and enchantments. Oh, just chance. Okay. It's still one for one hard removal spells that aren't wraths. Yeah. So I figured we'd include them on the list here too. Um, the first one is Nature's Claim. I used to love Nature's Claim. I play it less now. Maybe we should start with the card that we play more now. Then great, so that we have we have a base so we know what the sure the yeah we can do. Uh, is it Besaju? It is Besaju. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just replaced um, Nature's Claim with Besaju and all the decks that were playing Claim. If you're in low color green, I think it's fine to still play both. But I just the uncounterability is so fantastic, it's and so you nice, almost always yeah. have like your commander in play. Um, it's it's just totally worth it, I think. And in the higher color decks, I'm more concerned about needing to be able to deal with creatures and i am artifacts and enchantments because uh, my spells are able to counter a lot more artifacts and enchantments yeah that's true uh, than my than thing creatures yeah interesting if you're in a blue deck you don't need this effect quite as much if you're in not a blue deck you want it much more but besaju is gonna see play in like every single deck every that green has deck. green yeah i played in every green deck i if i i, yeah, I definitely played in every green deck right now i think it's yeah. a staple so this one kind of goes near the top Probably, honestly, around Swords to Plowshares. I'm going to put it in between Swords to Plowshares and Dismember. And, that sounds and right. have it in our number two slot. I think that sounds right. Because Dismember gets cut and this card doesn't. This card doesn't. I, I don't. I haven't cut Swords to Plowshares in a long time. Yeah. I I am. You know. I mean, I, a if times, you have but a if it was up to reason, me, yeah, I think I should be swapping out for Swords yeah. uh, so, soon. So the Nature's Claim is going to be the next one that we're going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, lower, but I don't know exactly where. It's definitely above some of the removal spells we talk about. What's our list look like right now? Yeah, so I think it's better than Slaughter Pact. Yep. 
and then above Slaughter Pact is Path to Exile. Yeah. Which I think we're starting to get into the into the point where I could see an argument. It's around between, here. Like, it's around Path, Path to Exile or like Lightning Bolt. I would say it's worse than Lightning Bolt, but basically in that ballpark of Path to Exile, Lightning Bolt, Nature's Claim. Okay. The four life you give him is nothing, kills everything for just yeah. one mana. It's really good. Yeah, and I think that there's more decks that are still leaning on Nature's Claim in addition to Besaju than you are leaning with Swords of Plowshares and Path to Exile. I agree. Yeah, I think that, yeah, it's justifiable to play two artifact and enchantment removal spells, less justifiable to take um, two only creature removal spells. Yeah. But in this world, maybe that's a, there's a lot of Winnows around. Maybe that's just like an outdated yeah. opinion. Maybe mm. you should be playing two guaranteed only creature removals. You know, if we did this podcast next week, I might put Path to Exile above Nature's Claim. Okay. But we happen to be doing it this week where I'm okay putting Nature's Claim above Path to Exile. So. What's the difference this week and next? Um, I, don't know. I might just have different thoughts <laughs> okay, about sure, it. Yeah, I, I might I want to be it. able to deal with Winota or okay. like pivot much yeah. more. Yeah, that makes sense. I, you know, I should just play uh, Nature's Claim if I want to be able to deal with Tivit. You deal that would with be the good. Time Slip that way. Yep, yep, that would be good. The third green card that deals with artifacts and enchantments is Force of Vigor. And I'm including this because if you cast it for free, you're dealing with. Two cards, four two cards. So, so it's one for one. Two for two, two, one for one. Two fraction two is the same as one fraction one. Yep, I learned that in school. Well, I know that's true. That's so, yeah. definitely uh, <laughs> not a fallacy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... Um, I, I love this card a lot. You can't play it in Nas decks quite as much, but when I was playing Blood Pod, this card is awesome. Yeah, I do like this card in like the more controlling decks, the stacks of your decks. I do like this in, uh, especially if you're heavier into green. If you are like slightly dipping your toe into green, I do not like this card as much. I'd much rather play Nature's Claim in that case. But in like the heavier green decks, I'd much rather go for a potential two for one. Yeah, especially if you're playing like six plus one mana mana dorks. Like this is great. Like on turn four or five, you're like, I don't want to play this fucking mana dork anymore because it doesn't do anything right now. Pitch it to this. It's awesome. That's a great point. Yeah, yeah. I, I love this card specifically in situations where like, I need to get rid of the stacks piece and the Ristic study. Like, I need to get rid of two... Th uh, maybe I just want to get rid of the Mana Crypt and the Mystic Remora or something like that. Like, yeah. doing this early just as, like, a tempo play, sacrifice your cards, which you don't really want, to get rid of their investments can be, like, a great move a lot of the time. Now, I didn't expect this going into this podcast, but I think I might actually like this card more than Nature's Claim now. I think I do, too. And I think it's because this card still, I think, has more homes than Nature's Claim because... Besaju essentially costing one mana with your commander out has basically completely replaced Nature's Claim. Yeah. I don't know where I have Force of Vigor with Lightning Bolt right now, but I definitely like Force of Vigor better than Nature's Claim. I think I like Lightning Bolt maybe a little bit better than Force of Vigor. They're a little bit they're getting hard to compare, I think, exactly. It is Lightning Bolt can win you the compare. game. Though. That's the thing. One can. Yeah, Lightning Bolt can kill players. This can't. All right, I'm I'm into that. So um, Lightning Bolt is better than Force of Vigor, but Force of Vigor is better than Nature's Claim. Yes. Which is better than Path to Exile. Agreed. Here's one. Yep. Vanishing Verse. Bad. I don't like it. <laughs> You're all Vanishing Verse? Yeah, I do verse. not like Vanishing Verse. I feel like Vanishing Verse always hit, doesn't hit what I want it to hit. It's too specific, and for two mana, that's no good for me. For yeah. two mana, it's got to hit everything. It's got to hit everything, right? Like I feel like it's trying to be the Assassin's Trophy of a Mardu deck. Yeah. But when you want it to hit a Notion Thief, it can't hit Notion Thief. Yeah, that feels so bad. When, you're, when your removal spell doesn't hit what you want to remove, you got to get that shit out of there. You Can can you deal with artifacts? Yeah, for the monocolored. I don't know. Does it say monocolor or say one color? Let like me it, take a look at this. So it says with a mo exile target monocolored permanent. So if something's no colors, that's not a monocolor. I'm assuming that you can't. Because mono means one. Or sick. Mono means one or sick. Let's... <laughs>
I get no reaction. It does from him. mean sick. It's <laughs> exactly what it You're is. Like, yeah, mono does mean sick. Mono does mean sick. <laughs> hey, I have mono. Wait, whoa, whoa, what? Wait, sick as in cool? <laughs> <laughs> no, like ill. Man, that's mono. <laughs> I'm that's trying sick. to find the button on uh, Scryfall that takes me to uh, the thing with the Oracle text. Oh, okay. Like the real Oracle text that tells me like it should just I say it right next to the card if you look on it. Um, Oracle text is not the words that I'm looking for. Oh, what words are you looking for? Uh, whatever, like the the annotations, the added things that um. There sh- if you scroll down, it should just be at the bottom, or no one said anything about it. No one said anything about it. Yeah. What's the name of Wizards' website? The Gatherer. Wizards.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You, all of the questions I'm asking, you're answering totally correctly, really? but they're just not the answers that I'm looking for. Okay. Oh my god! And I just looked it up, and there's fucking nothing. There's down nothing here on it. I, I think I don't think be. it. I don't think it gets rid of artifacts. Mono means one. Colorless artifacts are colorless without a color. It would say with one or less colors. It would say with one or less colors. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think this would be able to get rid of artifacts. So like, if Sucks. you play against a lot of Kinnon, which I don't know, I know two people that do. You can't kill the Kinnon or the Basalt Monolith. So you're kind of fucked so i i have vanishing verse pretty low on my list too right on the bottom i have it above beast within and generous gift and all that jazz but, but beast underneath within. snuff out i think it's under beast within you think honestly. it's under beast within beast within i see a reason for i do not see a reason for this one all right i think it was good to try out while it was new for the past little while i don't think it's I don't like it. All right, I'll give it to you. We'll put it in the <laughs> trash column. Right in the and trash. And we'll hit empty trash, and then we'll take it from there. All right, so we have another set of uh, a couple different spells. This is technically two different categories of two spells that do the same thing. Love it. That's like all of these so That's, far. I get, yeah, really. I mean, there's a lot of similar spells because yeah. we have a very specific category that Singleton we're talking about. Singleton magic is just going to lead to that. You want to look for the best version of a thing and then things that are like it. So it's going to happen. Pyroblast and Red Elemental Blast. I like these cards, and these are also cards that I'm not playing in that Timna Jessica deck that I feel like maybe I should be, but I haven't really missed them, to be honest. I, if you asked me six months ago, I would have put these cards real close to the top. Lately, for some reason, I put them a little lower. Well, because there's other colors that are good in CEDH now besides blue. That's true. And yeah. when, like, there's other decks that you see, like Winota and Rocco, at even competitive tables where, you know, these cards are just going to be absolutely dead. Yeah. You have to time this card right, too, a lot yeah. of the time. And having a dead card is so bad compared to having, like, a card that is can be, like, good. Like, it, the, the difference is so severe. Having a card that doesn't do anything, if you sit down at a pod and there's no blue, that is, it's it, it's really bad. It's like you're automatically, you've mulliganed the card if you ever draw it. Yeah. Um, it's, it, I don't think it, it it's helpful at all. And there's just so many good cards, like you said, like, all the colors have good spells now. You don't have to rely on this as much. And some of the good spells that these other colors are getting are other interactive pieces too. So you're when you only play the red blast to be able to deal with the blue players interaction, like you can't deal with like a Veil of Summer then, or you can't deal with someone's Path to Exile that's going to 
exile your Magda then, right? So like you're you're kind of put in these scenarios where you're you end up wishing it was something completely different. Yeah, you're limited when you have to counter things because you're not sure if something else will come up because then you have to like make like kind of a wrong play. You're like I don't really want to counter this, but I don't think anything's going to come up and I want to use my mana. That's not always the best spot to be in, um, especially in CDH when you can end up tipping the game in a direction that it didn't need to be tipped just yet. Yeah. In 1v1, that's much different. You want to use your mana up. You want to be efficient with all your cards. In CDH, it's not really like that as much. You want to time your shit. You want to use it at just the right moment, only when you want to and only when you have to. And I think this kind of fails that test sometimes. You don't want it to be destroying a Mystic Remora or a Rhystic Study, but it can do those things, It can too. do those things if you're playing Food Chain, if you have to win through a thing, a combo that has to cast a bunch of spells. I think this is much better. I think that's also like super important is like if your combo involves you casting a bunch of spells, I like this card a lot more. Yeah, I think we've been pretty negative about this card so far, but there are a ton of upsides about great. both yeah. of these. Yeah, like being able to counter things to help you encounter wars, being able to stop a Thassa's Oracle that's on the stack as well. Like this card gets you around that. Nature's Claim and Lightning Bolt do not do that so easily. Yep. So uh, I think for that reason, I have these... I have the, the Red Blast and Pyroblast above Lightning Bolt, but underneath Deadly Rollick. I think they're above. Uh, I think they're above Deadly Rollick. I think maybe they see playing more decks. Probably. I uh, we you could know what? check that information. If we're dealing but... with how much they see play, then they're above Dismember underneath Besaju. Then. But I don't think we're dealing with like just play. We're not just evaluating that, but that's yeah. a part of it. I think that's part of the equation. What I like as hard removal spells, yeah. I like the flexibility of being able to deal with any creature of any color versus the ability to deal with a color hosing spell that can counter things. Yes, I agree. I think I would, I like Dismember over the Blasts, but I, what's right below Dismember? Deadly Rollick. Yeah, I think this is better than Deadly Rollick. You think this is better than Deadly Rollick? Yep. Okay. Well then, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to split the difference. Sure. I'm going to put Pyro Blast okay. above Deadly Rollick, but I'm going to put Red Elemental Blast below Deadly They Rollick. do do a couple different things. One of them can um, count towards your storm if yeah. you are, even if you don't have a blue permanent, I think Pyroblast. It should actually be the other way around because I like, I like the ability to not have something get deflecting swatted yeah. to. And Red Blast does, Red Blast needs a blue target, right? So if you have a deflecting swat and there's no other blue targets, you can't deflecting swat Red Blast away. I think that's, I think, and then Pyroblast is the one that can add an extra storm for free because you can cast it even if there's no blue cards. You can just cast it on something and it'll well, work. Well, the other thing, so the thing about Pyroblast is that you can, they can't change what the ability is. Is that what it is? I think. In one of them. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. I don't think, I think, no, they can't change the ability. No, it has to still counter something. They're the same thing now. I thought that one of them, if you like gain control of the spell, you could change it from, because of the way that it was worded, you could change it from countering something to destroying a permanent. But now that I'm looking at the Oracle text, I don't think that's the case. Because now it's a choose one for both of them. Yeah, to be honest, I'm not sure. I think if you are gaining control of a spell, I don't, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Someone in the comments let us know if there's a difference between these two. These cards can one of them redirect it as a counter spell to a creature. I don't think you can. I think it, I think it has to stay the same mode, but I could be wrong about that. I'm not super confident. I'm pretty sure it has to stay the same mode because you choose it before you cast it. Yeah. But I thought I thought one of them had a wording where 
because it said or you could like swat it to something else and like as long as the thing was blue either way I don't know. I, this I'm shit's sh- not gonna come up very often no I, you I know, i'm sure that i'm getting this wrong we spent so much time talking about that and i'm just gonna end up putting both of those cards above deadly rollick and underneath this member anyway love it all right great We're, let's move fucking past this and talk about some even worse cards moving on hydroblast and red elemental blast bottom don't even talk to me about these fucking cards <laughs> they do the same thing technically but they're also so much worse because red kill cards five things. pop up they destroy so five things less frequently yeah five good things but five things there's like nothing what do they kill Underworld Breach, Dockside Extortionist, Winota. Winota. You, you don't want, I, I mean, hate you, that Dockside Extortionist is on that list. I want a counterspell that can deal with Dockside or whatever they're going to do outside of Dockside. And if I'm cutting something to play uh, Red Blast or Blue Blast, yeah. just uh, go suck an egg, Blue yeah. Blast. <laughs> yeah, if you're cutting like a counterspell that you would just be able to use on the thing that they cast with the Dockside Treasures, I think that's just better a lot of the times. Yeah. So we're going to move to the Golgori section of the podcast here. Assassin, we're going to start with Assassin's Trophy. I love Assassin's Trophy. You know, I love Assassin's Trophy. Again, talk about you know decks not playing basics, this so is, having a yeah. reason to play this. This is the standard to me. This is what two-mana removal spells are compared to. Assassin's Trophy is the creme de la creme. I think a lot of people cut it for a while because like Abrupt Decay is maybe better. The Uncounterable is necessary, and having two two-mana removal spells is eh. I don't know if I agree with that line of thinking. I think both are, if you're in Golgari, I think you want both. Even up to like four and even almost five colors sometimes. Yeah. Just Assassin's Trophy and Abrupt Decay, as we'll talk about. Just, they hit everything. Assassin's Trophy hits everything. Yeah, and there's really no trading that for anything. Like, the ability to hit a land, any single creature. I mean, we could talk about every single permanent type yeah. again. Like, I mean, it's, it's the only thing that's going to hit... Like every single battle too, right? Like right, yeah. I mean, Beast Within is it's Beast Within essentially with a different um, uh, negative effect, which is a better negative effect. Them having a basic land, I would rather them have a basic land than a three three, which sounds kind of weird, but I would just they can use the three three much more efficiently. One hundred percent. I don't know if that's right, honestly. Uh, well, one hundred percent of the time they will get a three three versus a lot some of percent of the time they land. don't get the basic that's land. That's very true. So like, yeah, you can use utilize a basic land quite a bit too. But again, Black has things. Things like Diabolic Intent. Uh, blue has things like Polymorph. And green has things like Cradle. And red has things like uh, other things that deal really well with creatures. And yeah, Winota, you're, right? you're so definitely right. I'm going to put Assassin's Trophy like higher than Dismember on this list. I think so, too. It makes me sad to say Dismember is one of my favorite cards of all time. But I think Assassin's Trophy is just... It's a more powerful card. The upside is so much higher. The downside is so much lower. Assassin's Trophy is just... It's the gold standard, I think. So what about between Besaju, Who Endures, and Assassin's Trophy? So, uh, so if you need if you need a hint, trophy's better. I think trophy's better too. Yeah. Okay, great. But the other one could be one mana versus two, which is a world difference. But and it can't essentially uncounterable. But it can't deal with, can't deal with creatures. creatures. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's a big difference. If we're in a creature world right now, we need to be able to kill creatures. In every single green black deck, I'm playing both. Like I'm oh, still not leaving home with either of I'm them. I'm playing but all three of these cards in any deck that can play them. I'm pretty sure. Um, like Assassin's Trophy, Besaju, and I'm thinking Abrupt Decay. We haven't gotten to there yet, but both those cards. That's exactly. Trophy. Yeah, Besaju, I'm playing them all. But, like, if my problem is Drenith Magistrate, Besaju can't deal with that. And in that case, Besaju is still two mana anyway. And that can lose you the game. If you can't cast your commander because of a turn two, turn one Drenith Magistrate, you're you're dead. A lot of decks are just going to scoop to that. They're going to fold. So where are we at between Assassin's Trophy and Swords to Plowshares now? Weirdly close, but I think Swords gets it. Swords being a—so they both— can sometimes have no downside. Yep. I think Swords' downside comes up less 
frequently than the downside of Assassin's Trophy. That is, yeah, I think that's true. I would rather them gain life than get a land in play. Even if they have a small chance of not having a land, I still think that basic lands are still pretty prevalent. Yeah. Especially if you're not playing at a tournament. I think the the more off meta you get, the more basics you're going to see. Definitely. I Truly, I think this card is as good as Swords to Plasher. If I'm giving you an honest option, I think it's exactly as good. In it's any the white deck, Assassin's Trophy. Any deck that can play either of these cards will play them every time. That's not true, though. Assassin's Trophy, some people don't play Trophy because they just play Brub Decay. So but, Swords is better. But, 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 they could just be wrong, they though. They could be wrong. And that's Some what, people could be that's wrong. That's what I think. Yeah. I think if you're not <laughs> playing both, maybe you're just wrong and yeah. you should be playing both. Yeah, maybe. I, all right, back to my original opinion. I think they're tied, but if we have to put them, I'll put it under swords. All right, I think that's kind of like where my intuition is yeah. going to go. All right, it's two. So where are we at with Abrupt Decay then? Right underneath Assassin's underneath Trophy. Underneath Assassin's Trophy. Not The uncounterable is huge. Don't get me wrong. What does it not kill that Assassin's Trophy can? Um, land. Winota, Winota. lands. Um, and that's, Tivit, although the ward, but still Tivit. Yeah. Um, and that's... Like any other big commander, I guess, but yeah. like that's pretty much it. Commander hitters, yeah, they're big. Although commander Assassin's hitters. Trophy ain't great for hitting commanders because it gives them half of the mana they need to recast it again. Still a huge tempo play though. Certain decks are gonna have like um, Archmage Emeritus or Teferi, the four mana, yeah. the other four mana Teferi. So like, there's gonna be some other uh, value pieces, like maybe Teamer Sabretooth if they're tapped out. Birthing Pod, a meal, right? So, yeah. so like, there's a, a four drops Those are cards. pretty common. Yeah, the uncounterability is great. But not everything... Not as relevant. Not as relevant because a lot of times there's only there's only one player that wants to counter the Assassin's Trophy. I think Abrupt Decay is better at killing Underworld Breach specifically because a lot of times when you're casting the Breach, you just add Nauseam, you have a bunch of cards in your hand. I think it's incredible there. But besides that specific situation, I like Ass Trophy in every other situation. So for that reason, I think Assassin's Trophy is better than Abrupt Decay. Yeah, I definitely think Assassin's Trophy is better than Abrupt Decay. Deflecting Swats played all the time and that, that counters uh, yeah. Abrupt Decay. You'd be surprised how That's many true. things counter abrupt decay veil yeah. of summer counters abrupt decay yeah there are things speaking of two mana spells that get rid of a couple different things our next one is a braid Ooh, i love a braid i think it's much lower on this list than i want it to be i think it is too yeah because it's definitely i don't know is it worse we have lightning bolt pretty high on this list i play lightning bolt in some four color decks i would never play a braid in a four color deck okay that's a good point yeah i wouldn't play a braid in a four color deck but it would see play in a lot of two color decks two and three color decks a braid can be gravy it can be awesome it can help your deck a lot all right so it's worse than lightning bolt i guess that's just a given it's worse than lightning bolt where what about like force of vigor and nature's claim it's around that power level that's kind of what i'm thinking because yeah. it does getting rid of artifacts is good but getting rid of most creatures is better than getting rid of enchantments yep i agree but two mana is so much more than one and zero i think it's probably worse than force of Vigor, but maybe better than Nature's Claim? If I'm playing a Jund deck, I'm playing Force of Vigor or Nature's Claim ahead of a Braid. Like Jund ad nauseum decks, I'd much rather play uh, Nature's Claim. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to put... Yeah, it's worse than Nature's Claim. So then a Braid versus Path to Exile. I think a Braid is better than Path to Exile because I will play a Braid in some three-color decks. Yeah, and, and the versatility is helpful. It's close, though. It's close. 
but I agree with you. It's better than path. Great. Then we'll put that there. Um, I, I have another category here. We only have four more that we're going to go through. Yep. Give it to me. Um, mono green fight spells. Four more categories or four more cards? Four more cards, but this okay. one card is a big category. Sorry. Yeah. What was it again? Mono green fight spells. Mono green fight spells. Okay. Yeah. This is weird. This we these. Okay. Yeah. Give it to me. I'm going to put these over hydro blast and um, yeah. blue elemental blast For actually. Spite. But uh, yes. <laughs> well, no, not Unmerit. even that because like Principle. It, at least there's a reason for mono green decks to play these fight spells yeah there's no reason for any deck to play hydro blast i agree with you. <laughs> what are the fight spells i didn't write any of them down because i didn't know what any of their names were that's uh, awesome we should find one of their names crash through is one of them that's a okay. two mana fight spell does he play in like yisan like if you or solvala like when sure. you have these big green idiots that are very easy for you to get down they basically are like your green swords to plowshares where yeah. for no downside you can get rid of any creature in play yeah you just and a lot of them have a green creature or a good creature in play which is the one that punches there's one that's for i think two mana that just assigns damage from your one creature to their creature it doesn't deal take damage back there's a couple of them that whichever do that. that one is find yeah. it on screen to put it here maybe yeah that a, card i think is is great much better a, than the fight ones there's a couple of two mana instant bites that's yeah. what they're called no i call them punches they're, but bite makes sense too i think you're thinking of the ferocious punch from the cons of tartir set maybe did it do that but did it, it comes it really i don't know if I, I think i just that. heard someone call that punching but i could be wrong I don't the know. one that i always think of is the one that was from shadows over innistrad ferocious bite yeah so i've kind okay. of heard it referred to as bite that sounds yeah more. that sounds right too yeah, but it, it rhymes. It's so that's better. It's better. Let's yeah, go with fight. All right, we're gonna we're gonna go with that. But yeah, so I'll, I will still put them below vanishing verse because I think uh, is that true? Vanishing verse I think should never see play also, and the fight ones are goodly mono green decks. Vanishing verse. Okay, yeah, yeah okay. better we'll than verse. These, and then we'll put them below. Are they still below? the three mana get rid of anything but leave something behind spells i think so okay all right great all right well i'm glad we settled this blue elemental blast and hydro blast vanishing verse mono green fight bite spells yep you got it great wild magic surge we talked about this a little bit ago but we yeah. didn't actually officially come down on it somewhere here honestly most of the times that i've seen this card being cast it, it bit him in the ass it gave him a worse thing that's not always going to case happen that's a small sample size so i've cast good, this but... i've cast this more recently because i've been playing a mono red deck more yeah. recently and it's it's fine. Yeah. It's one of those situations where like you have to it you have to be targeting the worst thing in their deck to basically guarantee that you're not going to come out in a poopier situation. You target the worst thing in their deck. What do you yeah, mean? if you target the worst thing in their deck, then it dies and then they cascade into something worse. Into something worse for them. Yeah. You target the thing that's worst for you. That's oh, what I meant. Oh, okay. And I got feels like, no, you want to kill the best thing. Kill the thing that's going to win them the game or stop you from winning the game. the thing that's the worst thing in play for you yeah, yeah, yeah. so that you flip into the worst thing for them. Right. Like if you get rid of an opposition agent and they put in a uh, Sylvan Library or something or uh, I don't know, a different stacks piece. Maybe. Literally anything that's not an opposition right. agent so you can tutor. Yeah. Like what if they, you know, you got, you're playing Mag, you get rid of the Apo, they put in Dranath Magistrate. Okay. Well, you don't really care about that because you're searching, you're not casting from Exile. So like that Dranath Magistrate is fine. Right. And it's, it's okay. Um, and even in some situations, if you whiff, the Dranath could stop the next person. So you could put in something to play. That's not really something to play around, but I think it gets rid of the thing that you need for just two red. That's Assassin's Trophy level removal. So it, it I think it's better than I think it is. So I'm going to, I think it's better than any of the three mana versions. Like, like definitely way better. Chaos warp is in the three mana. Yeah, way Get better. rid of anything that, uh, but leave something behind category here. Um, but I think it's worse than snuff out because snuff out just kills the thing outright. And Where's it, resculpt? 
Uh, Resculpt is above Snuff Out. I think it's like better than Resculpt. You think it's better than Resculpt? Uh, I think it's better than Resculpt. See, that, yeah, I think it's better than Resculpt. See, I think it's worse than... It's better than Resculpt in the fact that it can hit any non-land permanent. But Enchantments. It's, it's worse because you give them something from their deck, yeah. and they want the cards in their deck. They don't want a 4-4. They don't want a 4-4. Sometimes the card that you give them is going to make them treasures equal to the number of artifacts and enchantments that are in play. Yeah. Resculpt is just going to give them a dumb 4-4 all the time. Okay, it's worse than Resculpt. I agree with you, I submit. But I think it's better than Snuff Out. You think it's better than Snuff Out? Yeah. Okay, all right, I'll give you that. Snuff out is too limited in what it hits. Oh, that's true. Non-black. Non-black creature. This hits any permanent. This is the... uh, Our next card is going to be the only creature spell that we talk about. Ravenous Chupacabra. Uh, No. I wish. No. It's (laughs) Skyclave Apparition. Oh, sure. This card's great. Caught me off guard at first. I was not super high on this card originally, but then... I realized, and after playing it, that not giving them the thing back when Skyclave dies does matter as much as people said that it does. Yeah, it exiles the thing forever. When the Skyclave dies, they just get a spirit back, which, like, yeah, sucks, as we've talked about, giving them a creature sucks, but it's not giving them the creature that they wanted. It's giving them uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. They don't want it. And they have to deal with Skyclave in order to get that creature. So it's not like these other ones we've talked about where no matter what, they're getting the thing. If you can win the game without needing to give them the creature then you can potentially also save yourself the headache of giving your opponent some extra value too yeah i like this one i mean three mana is a little bit much for this effect but it being on a creature it being on a body that triggers winota it has a lot of relevant things i mean it's potable it, it, it being a creature aspect of it for three mana we, there's nothing else at that rate no three mana creature exiles another what is it exile a non I think it's a non-land permanent for CMC or less. Yeah, Yeah. nothing. It has the best rate on a creature body, I think. So for that reason, it's it's great. Yeah, most definitely. And even outside of Venota, like any Timna stack stack is going to play this card. Like it it can beat in and get you some some cards in that case. So for that reason, I think it's better than Nature's Claim, Force of Vigor, Lightning Bolt. I don't know about Lightning Bolt. I think it's better than Nature's Claim and Force of Vigor, though. I still, I don't know if I'm just holding on to Light, but Lightning Bolt due to nostalgia, or if I just, I, I think the argument that Lightning Bolt will see play in some four color decks, but that's just this is going to kill much more, yeah. And it, it doesn't even in the decks that play Skyclave don't care that it costs three mana as yeah. much as the decks that play Lightning Bolt need to care that Lightning Bolt costs one mana. I agree. Okay, so it's better than Lightning Bolt. That feels strange, but okay. It, I think it does feel strange too. What about Deadly Rollick versus Skyclave Apparition? Deadly Rollick is free sometimes. I think I'm going to put Skyclave below Deadly Rollick. I think so too. I only honestly Deadly Rollick to me only sees playing Rogsai. This card really only sees playing Winota. It sees playing some other stacks decks, but it, it could be argued that it should be seen play in more decks. Both of the, that could be argued for both of these things maybe. That's but true. I guess you don't you don't really play Deadly Rollick in Timna because you do have access to Swords to Plowshares. Swords to Plowshares. And yeah. if you're that's in, the big issue. If I think. you're also playing Thrasios and you have access to Abrupt Decay and Assassin's Trophy, so it does really kind of get shoved down then that yeah. doesn't make it bad i guess it's so hard honestly it's so hard who fucking cares this it, is it, tough. it's it's a, i think it's better than deadly relic all right it hits anything right I, anything for cmc or less not just creature i think that is relevant enough to make it higher that's do, true do we okay. know that's true i, feel like uh, I should think know that. i think that's a good point and i'll concede to that what about um is it be- above or below the pyroblast and red elemental blast above 
above them? I think above, yeah. Okay. What about Dismember? It is um below Dismember? It's below Dismember? I don't know, Creature-wise, Dismember gets rid of everything that this would, too, but this also gets rid of other things, too. Yeah. They're both technically three mana. I'm going to let my bias show I like Dismember more, but that could be wrong. I think Dismember is cuttable a lot more than this card is cuttable in the decks that this is good in, though. So I could see if you wanted to put it above it. I could understand that. Like in the card, in the decks that want this card, Skyclave Apparition, they're not going to cut it basically ever. In the de in the decks that want Dismember, they'll cut it sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm going to put it above Dismember. I think it. I think it looks really weird to me right now. Yeah. But I again, I think the flexibility of being able to hit any permanent type and. Do we know that? Can we confirm that? I'm not sure for some reason. It's any permanent CMC four or less, right? Non-land permanent. Exile up to one target non-land non-token permanent. Okay, the non-token before CMC that four doesn't come up. That doesn't come up. That never comes you're up. Gonna, you're gonna skyclave apparition the Pogdefy token you gave them. Yeah, I want to get rid of the Najila token, not the Najila. Not the Najila. Yeah. yeah okay. What the fuck. Um, so yeah, this being able to hit anything is super huge then. All right, we have one more card. We've been talking for a while. Let's wrap this shit up. What we do you got? We have one more card, and it's going to be pretty bad. It's okay. Feed the Swarm. Swarm? Feed the Swarm. Feed the Swarm. Oh, yeah. it destroys an enchantment. A black yeah. destroys an enchantment. Very unique for, or a creature, for black to have. Yeah. But you do also lose life equal to the permanence mana value. I love this in my casual Villas deck. But realistically, I think it's going to go pretty low. Pretty low. Yeah, I don't know. Read me from the bottom. What do we got? Uh, Hydroblast and Blue Elemental Better. Blast. Vanishing Verse. Better. Green Fight Bite Spells. Better. Three mana, get rid of anything, but leave something behind spells. Better? Yeah, I think so, too. Snuff out. Be Stop. I think so, <laughs> too. Yeah, because Snuff Out is free and free. Uh, gets rid of half of the things that this gets rid of. The In the, in the mono black decks, this is hits important things but two mana is in is so much unfathomably more than free it's hard to compare them so yeah i think snuff out's better and if you're gonna lose life anyway you might as well snuff something out might as well yeah all right what's our list from 10 to to one you got it or do you want to just go from the bottom no we're gonna this is this is officially top 10 now top 10 removal spells that are not bound spells or wraths in cdh let's hear them top 10 one for one hard removal spells in cdh not wraths. Our number 10 is Force of Vigor. Our number 9 is Lightning Bolt. Our number 8 is Deadly Rollick. Our number 7 is both Red Elemental Blast and Pyroblast. Number 6 is Dismember. Number 5 is Skyclave Apparition. Number 4 is Beseju Who Endures. Number 3 is Abrupt Decay. Number two is Assassin's Trophy, and then number one is Swords to Plowshares. Yeah, I think I I agree with all of these things. I think some people might not. This is going to be different from a lot of people's I, lists. I would love to hear part, what other people's are. My but. favorite part about our top tens is at the very end of all of them, we say, yeah, no, this is, you can't argue with this list. This is stone cold fact. <laughs> we've done an internal review, and we've decided that, yeah, it's all good. This <laughs> is it. So, Magic Community, this is... This is it, the definitive best removal spells in, in CDH. CDH. Yeah, no, but down. I would be so interested in seeing what other people would rank as their top 10 removal spells in CDH because it's definitely going to be way different than ours, but I stand by ours. I think I right? like ours. Put your top 10 in the comments below here. I want to see what it is. Thank you so much for watching. If you'd like to support us directly, you can do so on Patreon, like our $100 patrons. Luke Cook, Young Mox, AJ Albo Sabi, Demon of Rasgris, 
Kawaja A. Hamid and Baby G Bus. Also, if you'd like to uh, pick up any of our merch, you can do that at our merch store, playtoinmtg.com. We still have Gatewin merch available on our Bonfire store, so make sure you go check that out too. Proceeds go to the Trevor Project. And if you want to support our sponsors, the best sponsor in the universe, Dragon Shield, is where you can get all of the greatest Magic the Gathering accessories that you need. So go check out our affiliate link down below. If you want more content, you can follow us on social media on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much for watching or listening. See you next time. Lutri's dad. Stashes. Mitchell Shepard. Uh, Justin. Man Solo. Nikola Marikovic. Steven Shalikti. Big TP of 15. Looking at you, that green guy. Isaiah Berliski. Hey there, Pedro. See. Jacob Depp. Michael Blue. Yon Wildfang. Thomas Bueno. Oh, it's you, Swampy McGee. Lauren Connell. Oh, David Nelson. Didn't see you there. Hi, uh, Dromex. Great. I see you going. Good. Great. I see you going. Good. Great. I see you going. Good. Great. I see you going. All right. I'm ready. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.